0: That's why there's Dr. Clapper. Dr. Clapper is the former head of orthopedic surgery at Cedars-Sinai. The Weekend Warrior show with Dr. Clapper, presented by Cedars-Sinai. Hey Dr. Clapper. How are you? Saturday mornings from 7 to 9. Silence
1: is golden when you can't think of a good answer.
0: <laughs> yes, Doc, I love your show. Now, here he is, Dr. Robert Clapper.
1: Good morning, Los Angeles. And welcome to another edition of the Weekend Warrior Show. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Clapper. I'm an orthopedic surgeon at Cedars-Sinai. 32 years. Had a great day in surgery this week. Ugh. A lot of ACLs. A lot of people back running around and pop. Swelling, pain right away in your knee. Good news is we can fix it. Like Clay Thompson had it fixed Aaron Rodgers had it fixed Tom Brady had it fixed Derrick Rose had it fixed Iman Shumpert You can go down the list What a popular injury it is But we can fix you and you can come back And look at Kevin Durant You could tear your Achilles tendon And you can come back God bless him, another gold medal for the US Well I'm so excited for today's show My guest at 815 is special His name is Luke Long And he'll be calling in from New York City where he works as a mutual fund expert because he went to Harvard and he's really smart with money. But he also happens to be a third generation rancher from Wyoming. That's where he grew up. That's where he went to school. He went from Wyoming to Harvard. His grandfather bought 400 acres at the foothills of the Grand Tetons, and they still run it as a ranch. So six months out of the year, he's working in Wall Street, and the other six months, he goes to wide open spaces in Wyoming. Can't wait to talk to him at 8.15, and thanks to the great Jared Abrams for lining him up. But it made me think all week, what is so special about wide open spaces that people want to go to Wyoming and be on his ranch? to be able to see forever. Well, as a surfer, that's what I get to do. I look out at the ocean, and I surf. this week. I had yesterday off, a rare Friday that I was off. And I went surfing, and I'm looking at that horizon, trying to see which waves are coming and the ones I want to take. The therapeutic nature of looking out into open space really makes you realize where you really are in the universe. It's something special for all of us. It allows us to dream in art, in sports, and in my world of surgery. Wait till I tell you the food item. What could be related to food and space? Stay tuned for that one. I'll give you a hint. It involves a donut. But what exactly am I talking about? Stay tuned and you'll see. Clapper vision? Well... Anthony Rendon, third baseman for the Angels, he's done for the season because of his hip. He has what's known as hip impingement. He's going to have surgery. What exactly is hip impingement and what it is that we do? Why does it happen? We need clap revision for that. And I'll give you a hint. It will involve a scoop of ice cream on a cone that you turn upside down and put into the cup. When they ask you, you want a cup or a cone of the ice cream? You're going to say both. That's the clap revision for hip impingement, and I'll explain. And certainly with wide open spaces, I have to tell you a secret. The secret story of why Walt Disney, the genius that he was, when he bought the 25,000 acres in the 60s to build Disney World in a swamp in Florida, knew there would be one big problem that he had to address and that was mosquitoes. You ever ask yourself why when you go to Disney World you don't get bit by a mosquito? And it's not because they're spraying insecticide everywhere. Walt Disney figured out how to avoid mosquitoes in a swamp. I'm going to tell you the secret of what he found out and how he did it in terms of wide open spaces. But let's get right into the wide open spaces that I want to talk about in the world of art and sports and surgery. But first, I need you to hear this song by the Dixie Chicks from 1998.
2: Who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Who's never left home? This song, who's never struck out?
1: sung by Natalie Maines. There's a fiddle player and a banjo own. player, two sisters, the Irwin sisters. A face in the clouds, the their lead singer oh, left. So and in 1998, they hit the big time with this song. But they didn't write this song. Susan Gibson wrote this song. Who's Susan Gibson? You're going to learn who that is and why she wrote this song and how it came about. But when these women touched this song, Wide Open Spaces, You need room to make a big mistake if you've got wide open spaces. This song is a metaphor for all of us. You need to see forever, whether it's the sky, the mountains, or for me as a surfer, the ocean. You need to see wide open spaces so you can get your act together and figure out what it is that you're doing here. Well, in the world of sports, where do we see the wide open spaces as a metaphor? For me, it always goes back to one guy. He's 72 years old, and he's a hero for me. He's the greatest surfer in my lifetime. And I got to actually surf with him a couple of times in Hawaii. His name is Jerry Lopez. But listen to him as a philosopher, as a Zen Buddhist, describing the value In seeing a wide open space.
3: You know as surfers we really are our own tribe and as surfers we learn a lot of lessons from the surf from the ocean that we bring back with us to the beach to live our lives and in fact um, many of the greatest lessons have more to do with life than they do with the surf and You learn a lot by being able to look
1: into the vastness. Jerry Lopez lives in Bend, Oregon. He doesn't live in Hawaii. You know why he lives there? Because he's on the slopes of Mount Hood. He's a snowboarder in powder as well as a surfer. There's a similarity to looking at a mountain covered in snow and an ocean filled with waves. They're wide open spaces, and they're therapeutic to us as human beings.
3: Clever aphorisms for everything. But another one is, follow the instructions, take what you get. Spent a lot of mornings looking at a fresh snow-covered mountainside, or maybe nice waves peeling through an empty lineup feeling I was in the presence of something holy.
1: That's right. You want to see God? He's in the ocean. He's in the operating room for me and in the ocean, but he's also in the wide open spaces of nature.
3: And a difference I've observed in riding the mountains as opposed to riding waves is that the mountains hold still for the ride. In surfing, it happens on a landscape or maybe I should say a seascape that's completely in motion. Everything's moving out in the surf. Wow. And that's why surfing is such a good metaphor for life. Life doesn't hold still for us. If we don't move with it, life is just gonna pass us right by. Surfing teaches us to go with the flow smoothly and to be in the moment spontaneously. In this way, we get the most out of the wave as well as out of life.
1: Listen to Jerry Lopez go deep into the metaphor of what life is all about. As a surfer, he's entitled to teach us. But you know who his guiding light is? The Dalai Lama. Fascinating to listen to the philosophy of wide open spaces and how to live your life from the Dalai Lama. Well, when you think about it, that's Tibet. That's where he's from. He's looking at mountains. He's looking at the sky. And it is special.
3: I would like to start with uh, something from the Dalai Lama. You know, he was once asked uh, what surprised him most about humanity. And he answered, man.
1: So here's the answer you get when you get to look at the vastness of the mountains in Tibet, Nepal, Mount Everest, the Himalayas. This is beautiful. You may wanna pull over to the side of the road if you're driving and listen to some words of wisdom from Jerry
3: Lopez and the Dalai Lama. Because he sacrifices his health to make money. And then he sacrifices his money to recuperate his health. And he's so anxious about the future that he's not able to enjoy the present. The result being, he doesn't live in the present or the future. And he lives as if he's never gonna die and then dies having never really lived.
1: You gotta live in the moment. You can't do anything about the past that's done. And the future ain't here yet. But if you keep thinking about the future, you don't get to live in the present.
3: This moment is all there is. The future and the past only exist in the present. If we live in recollection and anticipation, we have a much less clear picture of the present. Exactly. Surfing is an absolutely spontaneous endeavor. Every wave is, well, like a snowflake. It's unique. It's always a little bit different from any other. We have expectations about everything we do. And when those expectations are not fulfilled, we suffer disappointment.
1: Hmm. He's right.
3: You know, expectations have a bit of arrogance about them and they get in the way of the learning process. It's better to be open-minded and humble. There's a simple, Chinese proverb that's served me well over the years. Ride the horse in the direction it's going. True. But why do I wake
1: up Saturday mornings to be with you? For this reason, who knew it came from the Dalai Lama as well, but it relates to wide open spaces and how to live your life.
3: Back to the Dalai Lama. His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama says we are visitors here on this planet. We're here for 90 to 100 years at most. We must use this time to do something good, something useful. Be at peace with yourself and share that peace. By contributing to other people's happiness, we find the true goal, the true meaning in life.
1: That's exactly right. That's why Steve Paulette and I are here every Saturday morning, to share that peace, to help people, What a joy it is. What a pleasure. What a privilege. We're going to learn more about the song that really encapsulates it and how it came to pass, the song Wide Open Spaces. Coming up next on the Weekend Warrior Show, the number is 877-710-ESPN. Where else are you going to hear? Jerry Lopez, the Dalai Lama, and the Dixie Chicks. Only here on 710 ESPN.
4: Holy Emoji, man. Weekend Warriors on Facebook. Holy slip disc. That's right, Robin. Hear listeners talk about their aches and pains. Holy
0: hamstrings.
4: Along with Doc's Clapper vision.
2: Breathe deeply.
4: And advice to callers.
0: On your toes, Robin.
4: So like, follow, and enjoy. A wise decision. The Weekend Warrior Facebook page.
0: Frankly, I can think of nothing more stimulating. What's
5: going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning. Then with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. a ho Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. pua kini Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers.
2: Traveling.
4: Welcome
1: back, Weekend Warriors. You're going to learn about There's Your Trouble and the girls singing and their father living on, on an island in North Carolina. Two of the three Dixie Chicks are sisters. They're his daughters. And they struggled to get into the music business. But listen to the proud papa talking about when he heard this song that you're hearing on the radio you can feel how proud he was of his daughters in the way he describes this
0: listen to this the dixie chicks immediately clicked with fans when their cd wide open spaces was released in january of 1998 it had the highest first week sales of any country group except garth brooks
1: well i knew the the album was out this is the dad and, uh... I'm in North Carolina.
5: I'm driving to school. I'm driving across a bridge from an island where I lived. And all of a sudden, on the local, local station, here's a new group, and uh, on came
1: I Can Love You Better. And uh, I almost drove off the road. He almost drove off the road. But this is the song that, to me, captures why they blew the top off of... Forget about country music. I'm talking about rock and roll. They became the number one song. They named their album Wide Open Spaces. It's because of this particular song, but they didn't write this song.
2: Who doesn't know what I'm talking about? Who's never left home, who's never struck out? I want you to hear the story
1: behind Wide Open Spaces. Because we're going to talk about it at 815 with an expert, Luke Long, who knows all about looking at Wide Open Spaces.
2: The shape of a place out of west. But what it holds for her she
6: has not
2: guess she
1: needs
6: wide open spaces.
1: Here's the story. Now listen to Susan Gibson, the young girl growing up in Amarillo, Texas, with a dream that she's gonna write songs. We all have dreams. But it's the ones who make it happen. She's had no other hit songs but this one. She wrote this song, kind of put it in a notebook, made a cassette tape, and went off to school in Montana in forestry because she wants to be in wide open spaces. But she forgot her notebook back home when she went off to school. And her mom sent her a care package when she went off to school. And in that care package, the mom remembered, you forgot your notebook, keep your dream alive, and sent her her notebook. She said, oh yeah, maybe I won't learn forestry. Maybe I'll stick with what I really wanna do. This is Susan Gibson. You weren't in the songwriting craft when you actually wrote that song.
6: No, you know what, I found a cassette tape of the first like 18 songs I ever wrote that I sent to my mom. And Wide Open Spaces was number 12 on there. And I probably recorded them in order that I wrote them, you know, just because that was the level of my artistic craft at that time. It was like, well, this one is the one I wrote first, so it'll go first on the cassette tape that I record in the basement of my friend Cleve Malmstrom's house, you know. So, yeah, it was it was a really early song for me. Wow. You know what I love about that, too? I've thought about this a lot, Eric, is... I think if that song would have been, or that, that event of the chicks getting that song and putting it on their record would have happened later in my career, I might have thought that I earned it, Right. you know, but it happened so early on that I, it's so clear what a blessing it is, you know, a gift really.
1: Like your life. It's a magical moment to be alive. Don't just exist. Do something with your life. That's what Susan Gibson did. She realizes she was fortunate. But what did Gary Player, the golfer, say? Why is it the more I work, the luckier I get?
6: So that's good for me and my ego, is to not <laughs> think that I somehow deserve that. Sure. You know, because there's there's a lot of people that are working really hard that never get that kind of a thing going. And uh, so I had, I had some... Uh, magic around me that year
3: and a paycheck that
1: comes in the mailbox every paycheck. once in a while yeah to feel fortunate when Vin Scully is ever interviewed he's the greatest to ever do what he does to broadcast sports and I got I was fortunate enough thanks to Carlos Carlos Saisu to be able to meet up with Vin Scully and interview him he's the first one to, def- to deflect any type of praise he just feels like he's the luckiest most fortunate guy be gracious it ain't you someone has blessed you remember that and susan gibson knows she was blessed
6: that's also what i would wish for my friends that i see working so hard is just that that breathing room to go right you know not feel the pressure of having to write those songs all the you know hit after hit after I mean that's the only one I have you know and it was a big one but it also allows me to write my quirky little songs that aren't going to ever be a big hit you know
1: why did she write this song how did she write this song what does wide open spaces mean to her this is my favorite part
6: So, uh, this is a a song that is completely autobiographical. I wrote it about making that trip from Amarillo, Texas, that place where the sky comes all the way down to the ground, up to Missoula, Montana, that place where the ground goes all the way up to the sky. And I don't know how many times we drove by Steamboat Springs, Colorado, and never got off the interstate because we were on a, a mission.
1: Now, she's not, Natalie, she's not Natalie Maines. She's not the Dixie Chicks with that million-dollar voice. But it is special when you hear the person who writes the song actually sing the song. There's a soulfulness in it that's different than when the professional singer sings it. And I don't mean that she's not a professional singer, but she ain't Natalie Maines. Who doesn't know what I'm talking
6: about? who's never left home who's never struck out to find a dream and a life of their own a place in the clouds a foundation of stone many precede and many will follow a young girl's dreams no longer hollow it takes the shape of a place out west What it holds for her, she hasn't yet guessed. She needs wide open spaces. Room to make her big mistakes.
1: That's what you need. You need room to make mistakes in life. That's what she's really talking about. You know who exemplifies this? The actual group, the Dixie Chicks. That's why they could sing this song with such connection and why it became a number one hit. These two girls, these two sisters, had a lead singer who left them. And they heard Natalie Maines, a high school student, much younger than them, with this powerful voice. And they said, you know what? We need a lead singer. Come join us. Well, Natalie Maines is one tough cookie. She knew who she was from the time she was a little girl. She said, okay, I'll join your group, but guess what? I ain't doing country. I'm not wearing cowgirl hats and outfits. What you guys do, I'm not doing. She took them on a journey of massive success. Natalie Maines. Listen to the story.
0: The kryptonite they needed was more vocal power. And when the Dixie Chicks lead singer left in 1995... Marty and Emily knew just who to call. Natalie Maines, daughter of famed Texas guitar player Lloyd Maines.
3: I think they were getting discouraged right before
1: Natalie came into the group. That voice is of the mom of the two daughters, Marty and who's the other one? The other sister. Those were the Irwin sisters. Let me see what her name is. Marty and Emily. That was the mom. They were getting discouraged until Natalie Maines came along. When the chicks called with
0: the job offer, Natalie had only one question before she said yes. She wasn't that crazy about the clothes that they would wear. She asked when, when she was offered the job if, if she would have to wear those clothes, and they said no, that they were ready, ready to change their image. With Natalie on board, the look and sound of the Dixie Chicks changed dramatically. Gone were the cowgirl outfits. In were midriff bearing tops and punk hairdos. And now their country tunes had a tinge of rock and roll. A tinge. It was all rock and roll, which is why it crossed over so well. Right away, the Nashville establishment tried to change the women. Oh, yeah. But they didn't know the Chicks. There were promotion people early on at the company that said, oh, whatever you do, for God's sakes, don't put banjo on the record.
5: The chick said, you know, we we are using banjo. That's our sound. The
0: women knew just how they wanted their music to sound. The women were doing it, were listening
1: and wearing those outfits. It was Natalie Maines when she joined them, that spunky high school kid who said, we ain't doing it your way, fellas, we're doing it our way. You can keep your Nashville. We're from Texas. We're going to do it our way. The Dixie Chicks
0: immediately clicked with fans. When their CD, Wide Open Spaces, was released in January of 1998, it had the highest first week sales of any country group except Garth Brooks. I almost drove off the road. Suddenly, the one-time novelty act became the hottest group in country music.
2: Dixie Chicks sort of hit the scene in country music. Nobody had ever seen anything like that before. There are these, you know, three bleach blonde girls and really trendy hairstyles and trendy clothes.
1: That's what wide open spaces means. It means you need room to dream. Whether it's looking at the ocean, looking at the horizon, and I'm trying to figure out which wave is going to be mine, Your heart starts to race when you realize, oh, my God, here it comes. You turn your board, and I just start paddling as fast as I can, pulling my whole weight, and then all of a sudden, click, I'm locked into the wave. Stand up and ride down the face of that wave with the spray of the ocean in my face. Wide open spaces for me is the ocean. Wide open spaces for Luke Long, who's joining me at 8.15, is Wyoming and wide open spaces for the Dixie Chicks in their hit song is more than just looking at a mountain it's dreaming of be stars in the music world and they did it you need to do it as well and that's what we're going to learn today let's get into the clinic and let's not forget to talk about food where can you buy a wide open space well, you ever notice There's a space in a donut. Well, you can't buy that space. Yes, you can. If it's called a donut hole. The greatest donut hole, because it's filled with raspberry jelly that I've ever had in my life. I'm going to tell you where I had it this week. You literally go to the counter and say, I want to buy a space. I want to buy a donut hole. The best donut hole. It's in Ventura. You got it. But I'll tell you where a little bit later in the show. Right now, let's open up the clinic. The number is 877-710-ESPN. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors Show here on 710 ESPN. There's
0: your
4: On Facebook, didn't you get the memo? Quickly here, clappers, crazy kitchen stories. Easily find different callers, aches and pain issues.
3: Right, I get it.
4: Search Weekend Warrior in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Who are you again? Voila! Like, follow, and enjoy the Weekend Warrior Facebook page.
1: This is Keyshawn in the morning. My man, Dr. Clapper, and the Weekend Warrior
5: Show starts your Saturday morning. Join the doc from 7 to 9 a.m. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. I'm still quelling. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Cowboy 10.
1: Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. I could listen to these songs all day, Steve Paulette. God bless you. Cowboy, take me away. ESPN, take me away. They do. Every Saturday morning. I love it. All right, the number is 877-710-ESPN. Let's, lines are all lit up. Let's go to Jen Sue. Sue, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Good morning.
0: I talked to you last Saturday. Thank oh, you for that. Having-
1: oh, that's right. Welcome back, Jen Sue. You got your MRI with you? Yes, I do. Okay, go to the impression. Read it slowly so I can interrupt you with clapper vision.
0: Okay, the first one, calcific tendonitis of the conjoined tendon with mild to moderate subacromial slash subdeltoid bursitis.
1: Okay, so what that means in plain English is the, you know how water is. Water is a liquid, but you change the temperature of water and then it becomes slush. You keep it low temperature further than that and it becomes from a liquid to a solid because it becomes ice. It's a it's a miracle going from liquid to slush to solid. That's what water can do. Well, your tendon and your muscle is mushy. It's not a bone. There's no place for mineral. There's no place for ice. There's no place for a solid. Bone is made up of mineral and calcium. That's why there, if you want, here's a clap revision. The two-by-fours that make up the house, that's your body. If your body is a house, the two-by-fours, and I'm the son of a carpenter, so I can tell you this, are wood. What? Well, the two-by-fours that make up your body are the bones. That's where the mineral is. That's where the toughness is. But the sheetrock, the drywall, the electrical, the plumbing, these are all stuff that surrounds the structure that the frame of the house, which is the wood, which is the two by four. That's where the structural support comes from, is the two by fours, which are wood, and your bones are made of calcium. There's no place for calcium in your lens of your eye, the valves in your heart, or the tendons and muscles that allow us to move. Well, as they say in Yiddish, Jensu, <laughs> you've got calcium. In your tendon and muscle. What the hell is it doing there? You win a Nobel Prize if you figure out why your shoulder, it's not cancer, so don't get nervous. It's a very common thing. But boy, is it painful when all of a sudden your tendon, your rotator cuff decides to put calcium and harden something that should be soft and supple. So that alone causes inflammation and swelling and pain and as a surgeon, the way we get rid of it is to dilute it. You always want to try physical therapy first. I'm not a big fan of cortisone shots, but you do want to try to get that calcium out of the tendon without surgery, but when that fails, then yes, I arthroscope people's shoulders, and you literally use a tiny needle, and you bang into the hot spot, that calcium deposit, and you know what it looks like when I'm in surgery, when I'm decompressing that calcium that's in the tendon that shouldn't be there, it looks like it starts to snow. There's snowflakes. The calcium comes out literally looking like snowflakes. It's awesome. And I know I'm getting rid of that mineral that's in the tendon. Okay, read the second line.
0: Okay. Uh, four millimeter near full thickness, thickness, partial with tear of the anterior footprint.
1: Great. Okay, so... As a result of the aging process, at Cedars we call it altococceritis, you're not 20 (laughs) years old anymore, you are fraying, that's the right word I want to use, you're fraying the tendon. Go ahead and pinch the back of your hand, I'm 64 years old, we can wait for a half an hour for my skin to flatten, you dry out, that's what aging is, we're not as supple. You know, 35-year-old athletes come to me because they tear their rotator cuff, their Achilles tendon, their ACLs. It's not a coincidence, but particularly the Achilles tendon, you can look at the spike of the curve. They all come in at the same age because you lose, lose that elasticity because at that age you start drying out. That's what's happening to your rotator cuff. But here's the key word in that sentence for you, partial. That means part of it is still intact. So everybody needs to calm down. All the orthopedic surgeons that you're going to see are going to salivate. They can operate on you. Oh, my God. And they're going to tell you you have a torn rotator cuff. You tell them, calm down, everybody. Dr. Clapper said it's a partial tear, which means the other part of it is still okay. Let's see if we can get this to heal without surgery. Not with cockamamie shots of stem cells for $10,000 or PRP or cortisone. No, nobody's sticking a needle into your shoulder. You're going to go to therapy. You're going to give it time. If that fails and it's painful enough that's keeping you from having your life, then yes, then it's appropriate to arthroscope your shoulder and clean it up. But the good news is it's a partial tear. There's no reason to put stitches in it, in my opinion. Any other sentences?
0: Yes, uh, the third one there's mild tendinosis of the Right.
1: Nine. So uh, the rotator cuff, the Clapper vision I would give you is Bill Belichick, the coach of the New England Patriots. You always see him in the middle of that Foxborough Stadium and it's, you know, 20 below zero. That guy still always wears a hooded sweatshirt. It's freezing cold. He's got a hooded sweatshirt on, no big deal. And you see that face of his with the red cheeks But the hooded sweatshirt covers his left ear, his right ear, and the top of his head, and that puna, those cheeks of his, which are turning red because it's in the cold, cold Foxborough Stadium. Well, that's essentially what your shoulder looks like. The cartilage of the ball and socket joint is Bill Belichick's face. But the rest of the bone, the top of the bone of the humerus bone, the ball of the ball and socket joint of your shoulder, is covered by muscle, the rotator cuff muscle. It's a cuff because it's the hooded sweatshirt, and it covers the ball left side, right side, and on top. Well, the material over the ear on the side panel is the subscapularis tendon. That's the tendon. It doesn't let you lift your arm above your head. That's the tendon that lets you touch your belly button, internally rotate your arm. And that you have some fraying and tendinosis as well because of altococceritis because you're older. So mm-hmm. you, need, you need to give it time to get better, which I'm going to assume you have. Have you done any physical therapy for your shoulder yet, Jensu? Uh, not yet. Then that is what you're going to do. Where do you live? Uh, West Los Angeles. Okay. So there are some fantastic physical therapists in your neighborhood. I love Dr. – well, they're all PhDs now, but they're not MDs. But Robert Forrester, he's in Santa Monica, West LA. Terrific physical therapy. Moti, M-O-T-I. They're a great group of physical therapists that are in the West Side that I like to send patients to. Sally Ho has been around forever. She's terrific. Uh, Joubert, J-O-U-B-E-R-T. Here are some names I'm giving you. You should get a hold of them. They are terrific, and you certainly can come to Cedar's where we have physical therapists as well. But that's what you're going to do for a couple of months. And if it doesn't get better, then you're going to see an orthopedic surgeon, and it'll be my pleasure to help you if you need it. But you, I'm optimistic, are going to get better without an operation, without the need of my services of an orthopedic surgeon. But if a couple of months go by and it's not better, then by all means, you need to go and see somebody. And I'm more than happy to help. I'm not here to solicit patients, but let's try to avoid you having to see a doctor, someone like me. Got You got it? Got it. I should have an appointment with you in December. There you go. All right. That'll give you plenty of time to get better without it. And if that doesn't help, then I'll be there to help you. Listen, Jensu, you're a total stranger. I never met you before. I need you to do me a favor. I need you to listen to the great words of Jerry Lopez who says what the Dalai Lama says, which is what I'm doing that I need you to do. Listen to this.
3: Back to the Dalai Lama. His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama says we are visitors here on this planet. We're here for 90 to 100 years at most. We must use this time to do something good, something useful. Be at peace with yourself. And share that peace. By contributing to other people's happiness, we find the true goal, the true meaning in life.
1: You need to find someone today, a stranger to you, Jensu, just like you're a stranger to me. Do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me.
0: God bless you. Thank you so much. God bless you.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Warriors, we'll take a break. We'll pay some bills. The lines are all lit up. I got to tell you, how did Walt Disney build Disney World 25,000 acres in a swamp and yet no mosquito bites no mosquitoes how did he do it and where can you get that that wide open space in a food that donut hole filled with raspberry jelly that I love I'll explain coming up next on the Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN
2: I want to grow something wild and I'm- I want to sleep on the hard ground in the comfort of your arms on a pillow.
1: Hey, it's John Ireland. You know there is no better way to start your Saturday than with the man who replaced Michael Thompson's hip. Dr. Clapper in the Weekend Warrior Show. 7 to 9 a.m. Saturday mornings.
5: What's going on, LA? This is Kobe Bryant. Sometimes you can call me Smokey. Sometimes you can call me Rocky. Start your weekend off right, listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper.
1: Today I want to be Tito, Dr. Tito Clapper.
5: Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN. 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers.
1: Welcome back, Weekend Warriors. Natalie Maines and the Dixie Chicks. Love it. You know, you can play golf with me. I hear John Ireland doing that promo. I'm going to see him because September 10th, Friday, the ESPN Golf Tournament. I love playing it every year. Ten and a half years I've been here, I've been playing in it. You can play in my foursome. How about that? Write me a letter. What has Clap Revision meant to you over these years? And Steve Platt and I will pick the best letter and three of three weekend warriors will be in my foursome. Can you imagine how much fun we can have? Can't wait, but I'll get to see John Ireland on that day. And Travis, and Alan Slewa and Steve Mason. Just a great group here at the station. But when I think about it, I mean, I started when Max and Marcellus was here. Dave Miller and me. Wow. Ten and a half years ago. I had hair on top of my head, I think. No, I didn't. I still didn't have hair. You know, speaking of the Dalai Lama, Jerry Lopez, guess who's calling in right now? Jesus. Jesus is calling in from Los Angeles. I can't wait to talk to Jesus after speaking to the Dalai Lama. Hey, Seuss, you're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? (laughs) <laughs> good morning, sir. Doing good. How <laughs> about yourself? Good. How young are you? What do you do for a living? Uh, 40 years old, and at the present moment, I was working as a groundskeeper at a golf course. Golf oh, club. we're going to be playing at your Belinda. I don't even know where your Belinda is, but, you know, don't get me started. I'm sure you get on the 10 and you go east. That's how you get to just about everything I don't know anything about. So,
2: it's- <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a little drive, but it's nice
1: out there. So, Jesus, you got brothers and sisters? Uh, yes, sir. I have two elder sisters. So you're the youngest boy. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. What does your father do for a living? Uh, fortunately, he
2: passed away some years ago, but mm. uh, pretty much uh sold uh you know like accessories downtown. Wow. And your mom? Does she work? uh not anymore she's been retired for about maybe 15 years she used to do housekeeping
1: and things of the sort good for you you're the american dream you became something special it's my joy and pleasure to be able to help you jesus you listen to the show you know what clapper vision is yes sir yes sir i listen to the show i I very like it Uh, what's your favorite story i've told
2: uh, I like when you talk about your dad, like you mm. mentioned about being a carpenter, you know, I've done construction and, right. you know, I have my son and my daughter. So Good I like you. your stories about your family that they're, they're really intriguing.
1: My father used to say to me when I, he would take me out, I could barely hold a hammer. And now I have a little grandson. So I got him a little wooden hammer with a metal hammerhead. And uh, I, he, my father used to get a kick. He'd say, now, Robbie, remember, don't hit the wrong nail. Meaning don't hit your fingernail, hit the metal nail. He used to, he used to start laughing when he'd say that. <laughs> one day yeah. I was one day I was helping him on the weekend and he was doing a roof. And you know the shingles come in 80 pound sacks. I must have been, yeah. I don't know, 10 years old, and they are heavy. I never went to the gym, but trust me, I became big and strong. Not because I went to the gym. But I used to schlep his tools into the rich people's houses in the five towns and whatnot. We lived in the poorest part of town, far Rockaway. But I wanted to be with my dad and he wanted to be with, he didn't see me all week. So I used to work with him on the weekends and I'd schlep these tools into people's houses and I got strong. So I must've been 10, 11 years old and he's doing a roof and I'm downstairs. My job was to help unload the 80 pound packs of shingles uh, from the back of the truck and get them up the ladder. My dad used to Put them on his shoulder. He said, "Robbie, this is the way you lift things so you don't hurt yourself. Mm -hmm. Swing the shingles pack. Swing it and then get it up on top of your shoulder. And that's how you can carry heavy things. He's showing me, but I'm a kid. I'm like, I don't know, 11 years old. So he goes up on the roof with a big pack of shingles. And I'm like looking at the strongest man I've ever seen in my life. My father carrying 80 pounds on his right shoulder with his left hand holding on to the ring of the ladder. Going up the ladder, two stories high, up to the roof where it's slippery and it's at an angle, and it's you know the winter time in New York. You can only imagine. So you know what you know what I did, Jesus? I went and got a pack of the 80-pound pack of shingles. I swung it. I swung it right on top of my shoulder, and when I I went up the ladder, and my get up to the top of the ladder, I like I'm like out of breath. I drop it on top of the roof. My father looks at me in horror. He goes, Robbie, what are you doing here? I said, I'm helping you get the shingles on top of the roof. He goes, you're 10 years old. Go back down. I mean, it was amazing, but it was, I just wanted to be like my father so bad. And it's really a beautiful thing to be able to admire your dad. You're a kid. You don't know how, you don't know what money is. You don't know how rich or poor. You just want to make them proud of you. So I'm sure your son is very proud of you, Jesus. Talk to me. What you heard? How can I help you?
2: Uh well, yeah, it's been quite some time. Say, uh, February, I was taking care of my. Uh, I was designated two sections of my golf course, so mm-hmm. I would cut two holes, the greens, break the bunkers, detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, one morning, I was cutting the green, and the lawnmower accumulates debris on mm-hmm. the back row. Right. I had to pick it up. Has like a. Uh, like a bike stand in a sense, but
1: yeah. a U-shaped. Yeah, you better not stick your fingers into that blade because you could take your fingers off in a hurry. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. When that motor okay. gets jammed, you better not go and stick your finger. You better stick a tool in there, not your fingers, because it'll unbreak and start spinning and take your finger right off. So you better, n- you know, never to do that, right?
2: Oh yes, yes, sir,
1: definitely. Okay. Uh, actually, Good. I
2: turn it off completely. Take everything out. Leave yeah. no chances in that. Yeah, uh, saying,
1: exactly. Good.
2: So, uh, well, once I propped it up on the kickstand so I could clean the debris from the back drum, mm-hmm. I was turning it and cleaning, and it fell off the kickstand, and I was I was leaning on my knee, bending over, and the lawnmower, the handle, you could say, karate chopped me right in the back of the neck. Oof. <laughs> So, you know, I fell, I, you know, I got the, the warp speed lights, mm-hmm. you know, I seen all the little lights and everything, busy. Right. You had a
1: concussion. That's what you had. Oh. oh, wow. Okay. That's basically what you had. You can bruise, you know, the you've got the cerebellum, the cerebrum, the brain stem, then the spinal cord, but if you yeah. whack the back of your neck, you're hitting the lower portion of your brain and it's as though you got smacked in the head. That's like a concussion, and uh, good news is you don't need surgery for that, but bad news is you're not quite right for a while. How long ago did this happen? Uh, February 7th. Yeah, it's a long time ago. Yeah, this is going to take you a whole year for you to finally feel right, I'm telling you right now. But, you know, do you have any numbness or tingling in your arm? Uh, my
2: my right side has gotten better, but the my left side, I guess the, the
1: trapezius side. Yeah, that spasm in the muscle, that's different. That goes away. But, but the okay. muscle can stay in spasm because the body tries to protect the deeper structures, which is the disc and the nerve. So okay. in my opinion, Jesus, nothing is more powerful and more important than information. That's why I do this show, to try to teach anatomy to everybody, stuff that I know, And that's why I use the Clapper vision. You need to know, is your trapezius in spasm? Now, you know what it's like to hurt a muscle. Six weeks later, it's better. February, I'm not a math guy, but it's a lot more than six weeks ago. And if you're still having spasm in your trapezius, then you need to make sure something deeper wasn't injured, like a disc coming out of your neck. And I'm not saying you should have surgery or epidural injections or any of that, but you need information. You need an MRI of your neck. So, you got a pencil? Yes, sir. I need you to go, and you're going to tell them you, Dr. Clapper sent you. So you'll get right to the front of the line. Tell them you're my cousin. You're my cousin Jesus. Even though I'm Jewish, I got a cousin named Jesus. How about that? Because <laughs> I think Jesus was Jewish, actually, when you think about it. But anyway, here's a couple of names, because I need you to get worked up. You need to have an MRI. You need someone smart to take a look at you and see what's up. Here's a couple of names. One, Lionel Hunt, like going hunting, H-U-N-T. Okay. And the other guy's name, he's going to be a guest in a few weeks on our on the show, on the Weekend Warriors show, Neil Anand, A-N-A-N-D. You call their office, tell them you're a cousin, a Dr. Clapper, and you need to be seen. They need to see you for your neck. Let them figure out if you, God forbid, did any damage and what's the extent of it. Doesn't mean you need surgery. I'm not sending you to them for surgery on your spine. But I'm sending it to them so that you can figure out what the hell happened, okay? Because something happened, and you ain't a complainer. And I need you to be around for those two kids of yours so that you can continue to work and take care of your family. So that's what you need to do. No pills, no shots, but information. Okay, Jesus? Okay. Now listen, you're a total stranger to me. Look at all I'm doing for you, right? I want you to find a total stranger today. Do something nice for them. That's how you'll be thanking me. Capiche? We got you. peace. Okay, young man. What a pleasure to get to know you and keep working hard and make your kids proud of you, just like I was so proud of my dad. And look what happened to me. Got that?
2: Yes, sir. Well, okay. Thank you very much, and I appreciate all your information.
1: Okay, young man. Pleasure. And good luck to you, and they'll take good care of you. Don't you worry. All right, Warriors. What a pleasure. Talking about the Dalai Lama and Jesus calls. What a show we're having here. Who knew you can get eight seven 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 ten espn calling from heaven? that Jesus can call in. I wonder what his telephone looks like. Let me tell you about buying wide open spaces in food. Should I wait till the last minute? Now, I'll tell the story about Walt Disney now. You got a break? Okay. I guess I'll have to wait till later. He's the boss. He's Steve Paulette. All right, Warriors. Coming up next, I'm going to tell some stories about wide open spaces in art, in sports, and in my life of surgery. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.
4: Right King James? Absolutely. And good to be courtly friends on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. I love it. Man. Be treated like medical royalty with clapper vision. Feast like a monarch on Doc's delectable finds. There we go. And that far Rockaway jester humor. <laughs> Search Weekend Warrior and click on Doc's regal picture. Cool. <laughs> sound the trumpets. No cortisone, alchemy, or leeches here. Everything's
5: good. Bow, curtsy, like or follow. The Weekend Warrior Facebook. Facebook page. That makes me happy. Cheers.